Hello! Welcome. My name is Emma, and this is the Dumpy Budgie, episode 26, Taking a Break. This is actually not about to take a break. I took a break. I'm coming back from the break. I filmed and film. I recorded several episodes before I went and visited my mom in Ohio, uh, and then just kind of, you know, I guess scheduled them out on, on SoundCloud and whatever. So I am back. Uh, I just want to talk a little bit about that trip. It was really, it was really good. I didn't do shit on that trip and it was awesome because um i did have to work monday tuesday wednesday and it was that was difficult because i didn't have like my work set up i just had my laptop and uh like this little tiny portable monitor um but i didn't realize how much i use my stream deck uh for work ooh that thing is awesome um but yeah, I felt it when I didn't have it. But um, I think it, there were a couple things that I just really needed. I needed to just have a change of scenery. Um, I'm really, really starting to resent California. Um, and, and it's not for any like political reasons or anything like that. It's simply that... It's so expensive. It's unnecessarily expensive. And I mean, like the water usage, I mean, like we're not restricted, but like gas is expensive and, you know, shit's all like desert like. (laughs) I mean, the plants, they're, they're not even really green and bright and brilliant, you know? I mean, we're in a drought. Every year we're in a drought. It's just. Oh, I hear you guys are having worse drought in however many years. We've been in a fucking drought for decades, for crying out loud. So, you know, miss me with the whole, like, oh, this year is really bad. No, every fucking year is bad. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're lucky to have, uh, you know, privileged to have, like, the water, you know, coming out of the pipes and... Uh, you know, being able to take a shower and use the toilet and, you know, you can drink out of the faucet if you want to. Um, but it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's more expensive than what it really needs to be. It's like I'm paying a lot of money to be miserable. Um, yeah, and there are advantages to California. I'm, I have a hard time putting them to words. I think it's maybe kind of like access to more things. But then, you know, as I'm going through my things, I realize I don't want so many things, you know, and it's not even the earthquakes. It's not, I don't know. It just, it seems like I, I and others work so hard and everything kind of goes to like these high rent, high mortgage for something that you can get, you know, like for a similar price somewhere else, like bigger. So for instance, I think I may have mentioned this before, but um, I was, you know, my mom and I were talking about her house and, you know, she's trying to get it up to, you know, up to par so then eventually she can sell it. I mean, but it's a really, really old house. 
you know, it doesn't have a full basement. It, it's not, I mean, it's, it's old, right? It needs new everything. And she just had a new roof put in. And I was looking at cost of houses in my hometown, like, you know, in Northern Ohio. And, you know, there's looking down my street, you know, there's, there's a couple houses for sale, but you can also check, you know, like around about how much the houses cost. And, you know, there's, there's a house that's like way bigger than the one I'm currently living in, in California. Right. And this thing is like $250. And this is like what my mom would call a starter mansion. <laughs> it's, you know, and there's these giant houses that I couldn't even imagine affording in California. Right. And it's about $250,000, $300,000. And that's pretty expensive for Ohio. Uh, Northern Ohio is a little small town. And I'm looking at it, and I'm, I'm trying to do my calculations. And I'm thinking, you know, if I wanted to put like 20% down on a house that's about that big in California, I would have to... that That... 20% down payment would pay for the whole fucking house in Ohio. A down payment for a house in California pays for the full house in Ohio. And that alone, I cannot bring myself to want to own a house in California. I do not know, other than trying to flip it or trying to, like, uh, like using it as an investment for, like, later on down the line in hopes that the, the houses around me stay, you know, up to par, that it, I would eventually make money off it. You know what? I don't want to look at a house like that. I don't want to keep moving. I have moved so much in my life that I am tired of it. I'm so tired of it. And, you know, I, I have a couple of friends that are like, well, you know, if you, you put money into it, you invest in it, and then you can build it up, and then you can sell it. It's like, I don't want to fucking sell it. I want to settle down and die. Like that, that's eventually what's happening here. It's like, I don't want to be doing that. I don't want to flip houses. I don't want to do any of that. I just want to relax. So, you know, I don't want to live in like a neighborhood where like it'll eventually go down. Like nobody wants that, but like, I'm not going to treat it as like this investment to move to another place. Like that's not what really makes me think, oh, hey. That's how I want to spend the rest of my life. Uh, <laughs> you know, so I found myself when I was there in Ohio. When I landed, it was raining, which is an awesome feeling. I love the gray skies and rain. And it was, it was still kind of chilly. Like the rest of the week was just lovely, like sunny um, not, not hot at all. Uh, there were, you know, some warm afternoons, but nothing like nothing California burning on fire. It was nice not to have that smoky smell in the air. Um, but there were, there, everything was so lush, these giant lawns, uh, giant driveways. There's not like shitloads of cars out in the side of the road that you have to dodge. Like, and I, I, I was remembering, it was like, yeah, I could ride my bike down here with out any problem. Whereas if I'm riding around the little housing complex that I live in, you know, it's not gated or anything, but there's like people that have like 
five or six cars. Like California is supposed to be this state that everybody's very like economic or um, environment conscious, but they all have these big fucking trucks. Like I feel like I'm in Texas. You know, these these giant gas-guzzling, like, Ford 350, 250. There's a ton of Ford 250s, like, lining up, and then Hummers and Jeeps. And I don't know how many fucking campers are, like, in these people's, like, driveways. I don't know what these people do for a fucking living. But I'm thinking, Jesus, like, how, how can you afford this? So, you know... Back in Ohio, you know, there, there's some people that have campers, of course, but, like, they also have these really long driveways where they don't have to, like, leak into the street. And, you know, you can ride your bike around without any problem. Here, you're going to get hit by a car because there's only, a, you know, enough room for one car to get between. And it's supposed to be a wide, you know, street. And the streets in, in I've noticed in uh, where I came from are very flat, whereas the streets that I have here, like in the, uh, in the n- neighborhood that I'm in, they kind of like do this like little hill. So when I'm walking on the side, like one foot is higher than the other. So I have to keep switching sides just to make sure that it's an even walking. It's really bizarre. Um, there's more sidewalks to walk on. Now, granted there, a lot of them are uneven, uh, cause you know, sandstone, but, um, I found that, like, I was walking for hours. Like, I racked up in just, I think it was like 10, 10 or 11 days that I was there, um, 95 miles walking, just daydreaming and walking. And it was so nice to be able to just let my brain daydream and go. Um, I didn't have to think of anything. I just, I just let myself go. My legs and feet hurt so bad because I was just continuously walking and walking and walking, but I loved it. I walked all around that town. Um, I don't know, like I wouldn't want to go back and live there, but I definitely know I don't want to live in California for too much longer. So I think what I'm going to end up doing is um, I was thinking about I'd I'd love to live in a place that has uh, four seasons. I hate driving in snow. I love snow. Um, But I think more than that, what what I would appreciate is more of like the greenery. It's either very humid or very rainy weather and I'm not as good with the humid weather, but I'm okay with the rainy weather um, as of right now. <laughs> I need green. I need a lot more green. I want to be in a place where I can uh, hike and walk around. And I was thinking about the uh, New England area. That does tend to be kind of expensive, but um, yeah, the snowfall. I'm just, I, you know, I'm just thinking about like, what do I really want to have access to? Um, and more so I'm thinking, you know, let's go ahead and explore the Pacific Northwest because I don't want to live in, uh, Seattle or Portland, Oregon, like in the city itself, but I want to have access to it. Um, 
and living in the Pacific Northwest, we have access to more like Asian things because my husband and I want to be able to have access to like Japanese TV. Um, and it's, it's easier for him to, uh, go back to Japan to visit, uh, from the Pacific Northwest than it would be like Midwest. I'm not counting out anything Midwest. Um, Minnesota sounds, uh, like a possible winner, um, Michigan as well. But for right now, I think what I'm going to do is pick a bigger city, not big, big city, and get an Airbnb just outside of that. Drive up there, have the Airbnb for about a week. And then, you know, cause I'll still be working, um, you know, take a half day. It's going to take about like, it's going to take a day and a half to drive up there. So I would probably, you know, take a Friday off, start driving up there and then spend some of the weekend kind of looking around during the week, you know, do my normal work stuff and then drive around, kind of check out the area um, and then come back. And I think that way I can start looking at different areas within uh, Oregon and Washington to see, you know, is, are these places, areas where that my husband and I would like to move to? Um, and more so I'm starting to think about if this is a house that we want to spend, you know, we want to in, invest our life in, right? And then that's, that is our last place, hopefully we'd move to, um, that we may want to build, Okay, so we have time. My husband's not, you know, planning on leaving his job for a while. He won't retire for a bit. And we're thinking about, like, maybe, maybe we take this time to uh, look at possibly building a house. So doing the Airbnb, checking places out, and then build from there. Um yeah, I mean, like, there, there were that. That was one realization that came out of this uh, trip. Another one was, you know, the past past few months, like six, actually, probably a year or so. I'd been, I'd been really nervous about death, right? But it wasn't necessarily my own, but those around me, particularly my mom and my my husband, and. I think it was it, the big part of it was like not being able to communicate with them or not ever being able to see them ever again. Right. And so like even afterwards. And so, uh, you know, I was talking to my mom about that and, you know, we were sitting there doing this like color, like this painting, this paint by number thing together. And she had me listen to this, um, doctor who was talking about like, how she'd been talking to people for, um, it was, um, near death experiences and how they felt and, and all that. And, um, it was, it was one of those things that just immediately calmed me down. I was like, shit's going to be okay. It's all right. Um, and, <laughs> and there, there was a question and answer uh, section afterwards. Cause this was, it was very kind of scientific. It wasn't like, you know, this is what happens after death, right? It was 
gathering more of like the stories of people that had experienced it and what they felt, right? It wasn't necess- it wasn't like this is the answer. But it was it was just exploring people's um uh, uh experiences. And uh I think there were two people, one of but one of them was a lady and bless her heart. She just kind of stood up and said yeah, um she was talking about like the metaphysical and like the chakras and like, she's like, well, you know, when you bring it to science, is that the kind of science that, you know, like really speaks to this? I can't, I can't really, it's a bad paraphrasing, but it was something that she was insinuating, not insinuating, she was saying that like chakras and crystals, that that was the science. And I'm like, no, that is not science. Um, and so the the doctor's answer was was quite kind. Um, she didn't, she, you know, uh, fault her or anything like that for, you know, having that belief at all. And she just, uh, you know, she continued with like, no, you know, it's it, it's experiences, and you know, there's there's a lot more than just science, yeah, whatever. Um, but it was it, it. She she kept her footing right of separating out this from what these people's experiences were from like this metaphysical pseudoscience um, that you know it it's there for a reason and and it if it helps somebody make it through things then you know there's no problem with that no problem at all um, you do your thing but that that made me feel a lot more relaxed. It's, it's not exactly a rabbit hole I want to, you know, dig deep and live in. Um, but I, you know, when it, when I get anxious about that, it's, it's nice to have that reminder to say, there's other things you could be worrying about that you need to focus on. Perfect. Got it. Um, and then let's see. Yeah. I just, I just needed that space and I just needed that time. I needed, to just get away. I wasn't really fully ready to come back, but you know, I'm I'm happy to you know see my husband and the pets and things like that. Um, I'm definitely not into getting back into the same old, same old. Um, and in the next in the next talk that I have, it's it's about uh, toxic productivity, and that that is something that I am addressing now. Um, but it came from my trip in Ohio to where it's just like, Hey, it's, it's okay to do nothing. <laughs> you don't have to hustle all the goddamn time. And I'll, I'll get into that into the next video, uh, not video. I ain't doing videos. Uh, and then in the next one, but it was very cathartic. I enjoyed it. Um, I can't wait to start the project of trying to figure out uh, how to build a house, but uh, more so the uh, project of getting an Airbnb and just kind of, you know, taking that time off and and enjoying that time. There's no rush. I have absolutely no rush. And it's great because every once in a while I need a bit of green in my life. So, uh, was every two months or something like step away, have a week away and 
and uh, do some research. And that's it. That's all I got. I'm done. I promise I will talk to you next time. Bye.